Welcome to Trashy Ring Attire. I am BD. And I'm Q. And it's time to get trashy. Definitely. Um, Man, there is a lot of stuff going on that Mm -hmm. nobody really has any idea about, but no one will shut up about. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Paige and Del Rio. Oh, yeah. I see that shit everywhere, but nobody actually really knows what's going on. Well, a couple of things came out. I mean, I know they're engaged. Um, and Paige's father, like, posted on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. I do not want my daughter to marry that man. <laughs> um, and that's about it. That's all we really know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it, it all seems so weird. Um, and it seems, I, I, I've seen the most bizarre rumors that about, about Paige and stuff like that. Like, like, I don't even particularly want to talk about it. I, I just think it's like a weird situation, and I think we'd be silly to talk about that uh, before we actually know what the hell's going on. You, you, you agree? Yeah, 100%. Uh, same with this whole TNA thing, although I know our TNA segments is basically me talking to myself while you give that sigh that I love. <laughs> um, and I'd love to be able to talk about uh, one of the owners of TNA suing TNA, but uh, there's just not enough actual facts I mean, There's no- the facts change every time. Like I, I, yeah, I know. Like a while ago, it was like, okay, so Corgan, what he he invested money into the company, and apparently he thought he had ownership of it or part ownership of it, and apparently that's not what happened. I I don't know. Like, and. Uh, From what I can see, and like we don't have to spend like a ton of time on it. Um, TNA had recently signed agreements with uh, remember how we, we talked a little bit about TNA potentially being sold to the Nazis. Yes. Um, the Nazi company uh, had terms of repayment. They lent TNA money mm-hmm. and Dixie said that if they ever failed to make payment that they could have the company, which is a, just a, I mean, I, I, I do this type of thing for a living and I can tell you that's one of the stupidest fucking agreements you could possibly sign. Um, especially when the company that's lending you money to your wrestling company is comprised of former wrestlers. <laughs> Jesus, who would have thought the Harris brothers would be savvy businessmen, but yeah, apparently seriously. compared to Dixie Carty, there they are. Um, and then Corgan bailed them out um, for a, like a really minority, as in like 1% minority stake in the company. Yeah. But apparently he also has an agreement that if they, if they do an event of default, um, like they made him president after that, but that doesn't really mean anything if he doesn't have any actual equity. Exactly. Um, but a- apparently if there, there was an event of default where he's allowed to assume control of the company too. So I think the argument hinges on what the actual event of default was. And that's all like terms of repayment. Like we, we can't, we don't know any of that. We can't intelligently discuss that. No. I am ridiculously interested, just as a finance nerd, I am ridiculously interested to see where it ends. And I would like to talk about it, but there has to be an actual end to it first. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's really everything we could bring up is speculation because every single party involved has a different story. Yeah, like it just, exactly. There's nothing confirmed at all. And I mean, at this point, TNA could probably last for another year or two. Um, I'm just frankly shocked that the... Broken Hardys have not managed to save it with all those awesome segments they've been doing. Well, didn't Matt Hardy say he wanted to buy the company? He did. I don't know if that was like the weird meth bath salts character that he's in now. Or mm-hmm. um, the other funny thing that I read was like um, they're going to do a, like a – I don't know if it's a Christmas episode, but it's around Christmas time. They're mm-hmm. doing like a full impact at the Hardy compound. Which, of course, the fans thought it was like this fucking brilliant thing that they were going to do like a whole. But no, it turns out they couldn't afford to pay the arena. So they're literally doing impact at Matt Hardy's house now. I mean, they're only doing it a couple of times. But like I read that, 
mean, I, TNA just continues to bring out the good stories. It's not in the actual show, but oh my lord, I, I, I yeah, I don't understand what's going on anymore. They're apparently in court as we speak, as we actually record this. It's oh really? Uh, Wednesday midday, they're in court. I'm seeing some stuff on Twitter, but I mean, I'm gonna wait for a nice, you know, detailed uh, actual listing and not some wrestling nerds pretending that they know how finance works because exactly. you know how Vince McMahon was supposed to go to jail a couple of years ago for launching the WWE network. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather hear it from the people who don't go down that road. Um, there's really not a whole lot non WWE going on right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Roderick strong got signed. I am super fucking happy about that. Yeah, that was actually uh, I, I feel like it was a matter of time though. Like, what strong was the only one out of the uh, TNA talent outside of uh, I guess, um, Daniels. Yeah, basically Daniels and Daniels. Kaz. And Daniels I mean, Shelley was he was signed at some point. I, I don't know if he stuck around. Um, I don't know what happened there. I always heard that he was, but then I never ever heard any details. As we know, Shelley and Homicide are the two that I really want to make yeah. it. You know, but it's not a perfect world. Not anyone can make it. But I mean, who would have thought we would have had this much? talented TNA slash ROH guys in yeah, WWE. Seriously. Like, we're, we're way ahead, so I'm really not yeah, going to complain. Definitely. I mean, um, at this point, Shelly and Hernandez and... Uh, Hernandez or Homicide? I mean, I like Hernandez. I like Homicide, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd take Hernandez. Yeah, I like Hernandez. I mean, given that, like, I'm sure uh, his stuff with Matt Morgan was not stellar... <laughs> But I think we can put a lot of that on the blueprint. Yeah, um, the blueprint. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. I blocked <laughs> that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's fantastic. It's really good to see Roderick Strong. Um, it'll be interesting to see how NXT kind of, like, I don't know how exactly NXT can, like, make this not a rehash of good TNA. Um, well, but that's okay because not a lot of people saw that. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I would take I would take good TNA uh, and without having to watch Jarrett and Rhino as the as the main event. Like I, I just would. That's true. <laughs> Nothing against Rhino. He's doing lovely things with Heath Slater, but you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. I get the impression that they're somewhat beefing up that roster so that they can have a few more call ups kind of the ones that we thought we might get when they did the draft that they didn't really do other than Balor. Yeah. Um, also, and I mean, ba and Bailey. I mean, it's, it's pretty uh, obvious, especially if you see the women's division, they just like signed Mickey James. Uh, cause yeah. They, they didn't have anybody to, uh, um, on, on Oscar's caliber that would look like a credible threat. Um, but they have some time to do that now to build people up. Um, it's going to be, I mean, I'm glad they signed Mickey James. I was always, uh, on board. She wasn't like, She's not as as stellar as the women who came out of NXT. Um, you know, obviously she's not a Sasha Banks or Charlotte, but she was a, she was always a pretty decent worker, and I think that Asuka can definitely carry her to a good match. I don't. I'm not even entirely sure. Like, I, I think Asuka's the better wrestler, without question. But I'm I'm not exactly sure. Mickey James. I mean, I don't know so much about her current condition, but um, Mickey James is one of very few people. And I'll admit it, had a better run in TNA than she did in WWE. She, uh, they used her quite well. She had some great matches with uh, Tara or Victoria. Yeah. Um, she did some, she did a lot of, now a lot of what she did was nonsense as well, depending mm -hmm. on who they had her work with. But um, she, I, I think just the, you know, the positioning of her as sort of a centerpiece uh, worked very well. I always have a soft spot for that. It was like one of the fun, one of the one times that, WWE actually did something progressive with Mickey James. I think it was at a WrestleMania and they had like somebody calling her fat or something like that. But Mickey James was the face on that. And you, yeah. I legitimately wanted to see Mickey James beat the shit out of that girl. Yeah. I think it was the so, cool. And uh, yeah, that sounds and right. Layla. Yeah. That was, yeah, that sounds right. That so, was, you know, I, I like that. I always, I always thought Mickey James is a little bit underrated. Oh, definitely. Um, she was definitely so, underrated. Um, I think uh, I did enjoy her in TNA, but like again, like as much as like her and Victoria have always wrestled and they've always wrestled well, um, that's not surprising at all. Victoria is one of my favorite uh, female workers, um, um, but you know it'll be interesting to see how her dynamic will match up with uh, Asuka and if she's staying longer with the rest of the uh, new batch of 
uh, women wrestlers in WWE. Well, I think she can. Uh, I think she she can have a place there. Um, oh, definitely. definitely. You know, I don't know. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's sort of like a Rhino thing. Yeah. I dug what they've done with Rhino. Oh, definitely. They've yeah. they've they've shuffled him back in. Like I was never like the biggest Rhino guy, but he can hold his own. Yeah. And they've kind of shuffled him in almost quietly to the point where you're where Rhino's on the show and it's normal to you. You don't remember when he came back or how. <laughs> like you, you, once you you really have to think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think he's perfectly placed. Yeah, I, I, I like Rhino with uh, Slater. And, I mean, even if he had a solo run at this point, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Um, yeah. I think he's savvy enough in the uh, in the business that he knows that he's not going to be booked as world champ, um, but rather enhancement talent. And as long as they book him properly as that, um, you know, yeah, more power to him. I like Rhino. I mean, I know he's... Uh, He's been voted into Congress. Um, yeah, that's so. weird. I haven't. I, 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 the rest of what's going on down there has sort of shifted my focus away uh, from <laughs> Rhino's political dealings. But um, just sort of touching base with SmackDown real quick. Um, mm. I was listening to Classy Ring Attire, and I've been reading some stuff online. I think it's pretty unanimous among most people that SmackDown is the better show. Yeah. Um, at this point, now I want to ask you your opinion on this because Joel asked the question, and it was a it was an interesting question. Mm-hmm. How much? Because I agree, SmackDown's a better show. How much of that do you think uh, is because that there's an hour less? Do you think that's the biggest? I, I think it's definitely a factor because um, three hours of wrestling drags. Mm-hmm. It just does. Um, unless it's the best card in the world and those cards are out there, but they're rare and they're certainly not happening every month, let alone every week. That's true. Um, so how much of that do you think is because SmackDown is two hours, uh, and not three? I think it it would be naive to think that it's not a factor. Um, but the thing is like, you know, even with SmackDown being two hours and even with it being the superior show to raw, there are still like lull moments throughout that show. Um, yeah, not every week, but you know, it's it's not surprising when there are. Um, I think it's just the matter of booking. I think the issue with Raw more than the three hours, even though that is a factor, but I think you can work in three hours if you I agree. if you book the show properly. Like at this point, like Rollins as a face is boring, and it's not because Rollins can't be an exciting face. It's just how they've booked him. They've booked him as a third wheel to this um, yeah. Owens-Jericho thing. And, and and don't get me wrong. I love the Owens-Jericho thing. But, like, I just... It's, it's, it's not that difficult to implement Rollins in that without making him look like a boring face. Um, yeah. And, and, like, there are things like, all right, so the Sasha-Charlotte match uh, coming up in Hell in a Cell is supposed to be really, really dramatic, and I'm looking forward to it, but, like, they've built it with no physicality going into it. It's all been interviews. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's because Sasha's nursing, like, her back a little bit and they're trying to protect her, but, like, at this point, I'm a little more excited to watch the to watch the Lynch-Bliss match right. than I am the Hell in a Cell match with... Even though I am excited about the Banks Charlotte uh, Hell in a Cell match, it's just yeah. the way that they've the the uh, the matches have respectively been built. SmackDown's done a better excuse me better job of it. I I I mean, let's talk about that just real quick because I might forget otherwise. Is that uh, I made the strong statement that the women's division should only be on one show. It's in the best shape that it's ever been. Why in the world would you split that now? Mm-hmm. But wow have I been pleasantly surprised to be wrong on that one. Um, Becky Lynch. I mean, I was already a a fan of Becky Lynch, but just watching her ever since, especially ever since the split, since she's gotten more of a spotlight, just watching her is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to be pretty far up there. I mean, you know, my top three are Bailey Banks and Lynch, but I don't know, man, Lynch, she's up there. Like she, I, I I love the SmackDown women's division. Now as, as for the uh, raw women's, um, I'm really looking forward to that uh, because I don't think that either Charlotte or Banks is willing to close out a show and not kill themselves to have the best match possible. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I'm really interested to see that. I don't think either one of them are going to let us down. I do somewhat question why they would have Banks do it when she's hurting, uh, if she is hurting, um, mm. if that's not just a work. Uh, but if she is really hurting, I question why they would have her do it and not have Bailey step in because Bailey's certainly ready. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
But that being said, I mean, it's I'm still looking ridiculously forward to it. The, the, the booking, I think, is weird. And I think part of that is, honestly, that they have a lot of time to fill. And I don't even think that's within WWE's control anymore. I don't think they can just walk that back. I think they contractually have to provide X amount of programming to the network. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's weird, you know. And, and none of this is to say that Raw has not improved mm-hmm. from the show that it was. It certainly has. I mean, we have Owens and Rollins. Like, I mean, from before the split. Yeah. Like, we, we have Owens and Rollins in the, uh, in the main event for, yeah. for the belt. That's, yeah. that's, the matches have been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've got better in them. Uh, I think we'll probably see that within the next little while. Um, I always kind of saw this as a stepping stone for Rollins to get to Triple H. Yeah, of course. And I think that will push Rollins as an individual face. I do think that they need to sort of work on how he says and how he acts and whatnot, just because he's never really been a face ever, uh, not in WWE. The the problem is, like, they're making him a face. They don't need to make him a face. Yeah, he was already... Yeah, they just need to have him be who he was and just wrestle heels. That's all he... Legitimately, that is all he needs to do. Yeah, exactly. He does not need to... He doesn't even need to... Yeah, he doesn't even need to stop cheating. He just needs to cheat against heels. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and I think people, I think the bookers are just like so still. Like you, you would, you would think that they would, they would stop doing this now with, um, with the reigns issue. And I, and they kind of have a little bit, as you, you know, you can tell on SmackDown, like with Ambrose doing what he's doing. Like, yeah, you know, on SmackDown they've kind of loosened up this whole heel face like cookie cutter dynamic. But like, the, you can tell that on Raw, Rollins is definitely. Like being pushed into something that is not organic. Yeah, like, it, it, they're missing something. And, and you know, and it's not like they don't really need to do anything. They just need to let him be who he was when he was getting booed, and just have him fight heels. Have have him be the guy. I would say have him be the guy that he was when he was fighting Roman Reigns mm-hmm. uh, as a heel. But yeah. the crowd still cheered exactly <laughs> because he was fighting Roman Reigns. Exactly. So. You know, and I mean, certainly adding to that complication is that Kevin Owens is popular, despite their best efforts to the contrary. Oh, my God. Um, But it's because Kevin Owens is talented. And I mean, how how would you I I think you could sort of say the same thing almost in a way about Owens as a heel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that is hard to do because Owens is genuinely likable. And part of the problem with having an extremely talented roster, which is not a problem they've run into very often, Mm -hmm. is that it is hard to get people booed. You don't, it doesn't mean you can't have them play a face and a heel if they if yeah. that's what you want to do. Uh, but you know, Owens' run as champion. Uh, I mean, with that whole universal title, cl- title clusterfuck at the beginning, I mean that wasn't his fault, but it certainly mm-hmm. doesn't help. You know, ratings. I mean, let's, we don't have to mince words. Ratings has not been good. I certainly wouldn't attribute that to the fault of Rollins or Owens, though. No. Yeah, not at all. I think I think the problem is like I think WWE's booking team is too focused on um, getting one person booed and one person cheered. They should ignore all of that. They should just book good feuds. Like they, I mean, again, I I, I hearken back to this again, but like the the Ambrose AJ Styles feud has been a perfect example of this. Where yeah, Styles is basically being cheered by everyone, no matter how like much of a heel he's being booked. Yep. Um, and Ambrose is still getting cheered, but like, you know, obviously when he's facing Styles, it's a completely different story. Like, and, but it's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it just, yeah. you know, people still love Ambrose. Well, and uh, Ambrose kind of leans into it in a way, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. In a, in a, in a way that, in a way that I think really helps him. Yeah, um, he he has a heelish edge to him. Yeah, it is organic. And, and he has a naturally heelish edge to him as well, to the point where they could even do something now where they had a straight up and down match mm-hmm. and maybe Dean cheats for the win. Yeah. You know, they could, they could switch them. You know, I, it, is, it is really interesting. Um, before we kind of move on uh, from that, though, uh, speaking of Ambrose and Styles, uh, great feud. What did you think of the James Ellsworth stuff? I think if it leads to something like, um, if it actually leads to something meaningful, 
or you know, it's fine. It's funny. It's been funny. Um, on paper, I hate it. Yeah, but paper, actually watching it, it's been hilarious. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's hilarious. But like, um, like last night when Els, um, Elswood came out and like beat up Styles. Um, I mean, did you watch last night by chance? Yep. Well, okay. I watched the highlights. Okay, so like you know, you saw like um, they had the number one. Uh, if uh, they had an Ambrose Styles match, and if Ambrose won, then he would be the number one contender. Um, yeah. And here comes Ellswood, and he beats up Styles, and thinks he did something good, and he actually got Ambrose disqualified, and that shit was funny as hell. Like it's just, yeah. I I, th- I think like. And again, I think it's just because it's organic to the characters that they have. Ellswood is seen as like this dopey motherfucker who just gets lucky. Um, yeah. This, and, you know, at this point he did something real fucking dopey. And like you can kind of see Ambrose beating the shit out of him next week. But you can kind of see him getting cheered for that. Well, the- and the, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I really don't mind... Uh, some of this stuff, you know, we talked about it like Mickey James, like her thing could be a very short term arrangement. Tommy Dreamer and Rhino previously both had very short term arrangements with WWE and mm. it's fine. It's short. It's simple. This James Elworth thing mm. might be something very simple and very easily or, or very easy, but it's so unique. I just read he outsold Roman Reigns on t-shirts. I bet James, you know. Elworth, James Ellsworth did that. Yeah, that, that, that is, I mean, I can see shitty that. for Roman. Oh yeah. <laughs> extremely shitty for the Roman Empire shirt yeah. or whatever the fuck that thing is. Definitely. But I mean, that's amazing. We, 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 you know, that stuff doesn't happen very often. No, no. So outside of that, like, has there been anything like that has kind of caught your eye or kind of like brought out some type of, um, like emoted something out of you in the past? Well, this is, so? this is all, I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about it in the, in the thread. And I, I mean, this Goldberg, Brock thing mm-hmm. is fascinating um, mm-hmm. to me. Well, uh, before before we go into that, because I know we have uh, we we are have planned on talking about that at length. Can I yes. just say, I have become I've went from like um, lukewarm on this one guy for like the past two years to now okay. being fully on board this train, and you are going to groan. Oh, I uh, okay. I was gonna say I don't think I know who this is, but geez, I love me some Rusev. I do not know what happened. I okay. don't know why. Um, he's, I mean, he's always been a decent worker in my eyes. Um, he's That's never, not the most offensive thing you've ever said. I've never oh, hated Rusev. Yeah. I, I, I I hate the Rusev gimmick. That's what I, or or at least his initial one. I actually think yeah. he's kind of done well at moving past that. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. There's something about him that just screams main event, like pretty soon. I don't know why. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I mean, obviously, that's just me being subjective. Maybe it's not something objective at all, um, right? As far as that basis. But I don't know, man. That dude can wrestle his ass off. There's just something really unique to. It's the same thing that I felt from Kevin Owens. Um, right. Obviously, this what I'm feeling right now for Rusev isn't as strong because I think what KO had with, it is undeniable, was undeniable, and still is. But like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like give Rusev another year in the right booking, and he is going to go extremely far. Like that dude is very like I hate his finisher. Um, yeah, but me too. I will say the whole like the the new torque that he adds to it, where it legit looks like he's about to break your back. When yeah. he pulls you all the way back, that shit looks amazing. Um, his matches with Reigns have actually, um, obviously, they've been kind of um, like the first few matches have been shit because they've been like DQs and all that other bullshit. But like when he he actually he's actually carried Reigns to decent like work in the ring. Um, yeah, and not to say that Reigns is bad in the ring at all. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about Rusev that is just genuinely like you kind of want to root for the guy. All the time, like I, 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 I actually do not disagree with you on that. And it's like you said, I certainly wouldn't put him up there with Owens or my or my favorite workers or anything like that. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, like, I don't even, I can't even answer this question. But how long has Rusev been around now? Three years, something like that. It's got to be two to three. I don't think yeah. it's four. No, it's it's been three years. So that gimmick is incredibly lazy and mm-hmm. it's stupid. The one they first brought him in with, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the fact that he's been able to manage staying power with it, uh, mm-hmm. 
at a pre- pretty reasonable position on the card mm-hmm. uh, is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, obviously, La- Lana helps with that. They've mm-hmm. moved past the sort of lazy nationalist stuff now. I don't know if they've done that consciously or if it's just something that's happened over time. But um, yeah, you're right. I, I, Rusev is is certainly better than all the big foreign dudes they try to bring in. Uh, you know, he's 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 not. He's not Vladimir Kozlov. Let's put it like that. Yeah, definitely. and 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 he absolutely has had decent matches with Reigns. I don't need that feud to continue. No, um, not at all. But I really like Rusev as an opponent, especially for some smaller guys. Sami Zayn is one. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, that would you be know, amazing. I, I I would love to. You know, Rusev. I, I think main event main event is tricky with that gimmick, but the guy, the wrestler, mm-hmm. yeah, no problem. Um, you know, as long as they don't move back to that whole, I hate the United States, blah, blah, blah. And right now I hate the United States. It's all, <laughs> it's all that's on my TV right now. So I kind of hate it just because of overexposure, but no offense, but the, you know, taken. yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, 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 I don't, I've, I've never been so much against Rusev as much as, you know, the gimmick. Usually it's easier Usually it's easy for me to hate the guy and the gimmick because so often the guys they get to play those gimmicks also just happen to be horrible. Mm-hmm. But Rusev is not horrible. He never has been. Um, I even thought the Cena stuff was all right. The matches. Yeah, the Cena matches were good. I think a lot of that also has to do with me watching him on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, like, I don't, I think a lot of these, um, like, side YouTube shows and all, all this, uh, like, kind of um, shoot social media shit. Really, yeah. really can help get people over who are stuck in shitty gimmicks. Um, oh, yeah. And I think that's what happened because, like, Rusev comes off as real charming, just real, like, just somebody you, you really want to root for. Um, no, agreed. And, uh, and, and I think that's fantastic. I hope they really, like, I hope you're right. I hope they kind of move him away from that gimmick more and more. I mean, new music might help. Him and Lana have already kind of transitioned away from talking about stupid crap. Um, like, he can, he, yeah, he, he can keep, he can keep the, the flag. He mm-hmm. can keep all that stuff. It, it, you just don't have to make it your whole thing. Yeah. That's true. You, you know, like it, it, yeah, exactly. Bingo. Um, you know, it, it, there, it, it's not, it's like, it's always so, so much of what we say about WWE is it's easier than you're making it. And I think Rusev just by virtue of being around this long, it's kind of happened naturally. And, and I think that that's been good for him. You know, from what you read, he's not always been in the greatest of standings within the company, but there must be something that they like in him too. Not that that matters to me, but um, they must be something they like in him too for him to continue to be here. That's true. Uh, and, and, and at a reasonable level. I mean, at this point for Vladimir Kozlov, he was teaming with like Santino or something. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's very hard. And even if a guy does come in who is talented with that gimmick, it's very hard for those guys to go on, I think. And have decent careers. Your first pay per view is a main event with Triple H for the world title, and two years later, you're you don't even make the pre show. So you know, if a guy comes in who's actually talented, I feel bad for those guys. So I'm really glad that Rusev hasn't fallen in that trap. Um, yeah, okay, so we now didn't... on the on the flip side of that. Now hang on, because now that 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 brought up something else for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there's uh, been a little bit of bearing of Sami Zayn fairly recently. Oh yeah, and I think they have uh, him fighting. Uh... A feuding with Braun Strowman, which I don't see a positive. He ain't gonna win that. No, no, not at all. And Braun Strowman is shitty. Let's bust another. Yeah, he's horrible. Braun Strowman is fucking terrible. So you know, as much as we are in a in a in a better area that I am grateful for, um, it it still does irritate me when I saw stuff like that. I think I saw Bo Dallas win a match recently. Yeah, they um against Curtis Axel. They're they're pushing Bo Dallas, by the way. Yeah, Bo Dallas can uh, go the Jack Swagger route where every time they push him, people talk about how talented he is. And then when he goes to TNA in two years, people will talk about how WWE dropped the ball on him, even yeah. though that is 100% not the case. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> let's keep Bo Dallas off the screen, please. Um, barring uh, some amazing wrestling ability that I'm not aware of. And also barring a complete gimmick change where Bray Wyatt... I'd love to see Bray Wyatt just like take him and brainwash him and just like just beat the living shit out of him. And then we can either never see him again or he can be a creepy weirdo that lives in the woods. That's fine too. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Luke Harper's back. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess the most talented outside of Bray Wyatt, the most talented um, 
um, person out of the Wyatt family member. So, I mean, a lot of people yeah. say he might be a little bit uh, better of a worker than Bray. Um, the, the Wyatt family is such a weird disjointed path since they started. Yeah. So, what is everybody on SmackDown except for Strowman then? Uh, yeah. Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember where where Rowan was at. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, wide family. That problem just continues. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yes. Goldberg Brock. Boy, uh, this is a fun one to sink the teeth into. Um, so I don't know uh, how much of the current audience relates to Goldberg, but fair is fair. They did a good job uh, presenting him to mm-hmm. anybody who might not be familiar with him. Uh, he came, I always figured that this was going to be a very Batista like return. Yeah, definitely. That he was going to come back and he was going to get cheered for mm-hmm. the return or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was going to go away pretty quick. I thought he might have a bitter, bit of a better chance because he was fighting Brock and public opinion seems to go up and down on Brock like crazy. Um, but <laughs> the return, the, the, the return night went very well. Um, Goldberg's never been particularly proficient, uh, on a microphone. Um, but I thought he did pretty well. I, I, I did think that the part about his kids seeing him wrestle was neat, you know, for a guy who by his own admission, doesn't particularly love wrestling Mm -hmm. and just seems grateful for the living that it has afforded him, which is great, which, which is great and good for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, It it was neat to see that like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to hang out for a little bit. My kid's going to get to see me wrestle. This is kind of a bucket list thing for me. Um, So all that is fine. And I can't remember where you landed on this. I know we chatted with the classy guys about it. Um, They're, they're 100% in the tank for Goldberg now. Um, I'm going to just run a few fun quotes by you in a bit here, but First of all, I'll just my, my point is number one, um, Goldberg had an extremely short run in wrestling. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't remember that. That run was plagued with a lot of injuries. A lot of people don't remember that either. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE run was not done well. No, um, not at all. I find I found it to be, and a lot of people blame booking for that. I don't know, man. I there wasn't a lot going on. Like it's not like Goldberg came into WWE at. WCW Atlanta that one night in the Georgia Dome popularity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he he had a great debut, same as he just had a great return. Yeah. Uh, the Rock threw himself around the ring like a ping pong ball to make Goldberg look good, uh, which was and very enjoyable. I, I, and it was great. That, that feud was phenomenal to watch because of The Rock. And The That's, Rock was the perfect guy to bounce around for Goldberg. Yeah, definitely. You could not you could not have started a run better than returning to the company, beating the shit out of The Rock, beating The Rock in a match. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they gave him the belt. Um, there was a lot of other dumb stuff going on around that time, too, so that's totally fine. But then the Brock feud happened. Uh, you knew that it was the way they were going to go. There's mm-hmm. two big, jacked-up, intense guys in black tights that are both billed as unbeatable <laughs> monsters. So you knew that, especially then, mm-hmm. uh, that it was something that they were going to do that you knew probably wasn't going to be very good. Mm-hmm. And then there was a whole backstage scene with Brock and Goldberg both leaving uh, to the point that they knew it was going to be so horrible that they had to shotgun Steve Austin in the middle of the match to stun both guys and drink beer just to send the crowd home happy. Exactly. Um and the match was utter shit. Yeah. And the crowd hated both people. Yeah. Now we're here, 12 mm-hmm. years later. Brock has had 15 wrestling matches, maybe. Yeah. Um, in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldberg has had none mm-hmm. since that exact match. And yet people get excited. And I think that that's, I don't know if that's short, well, not even short term, long term memory loss mm-hmm. or what. <laughs> so. You go ahead. Help me out with this. Okay. So I think there is some merit to this feud. Mind you, I don't care for it. Um, But I think that... Look, I hate nostalgia. I fucking hate nostalgia. It's it's recycled garbage, and I don't like it. However, I have made peace with the fact that I am not the only wrestling fan in the world. And I know that there is a good portion of the wrestling audience um, that loves the hell out of that nostalgia shit. Um, 
and that's fine. And that's where I think that there is some merit to seeing Goldberg come back for one more match. Uh, yeah. Now that's the thing. One more match. Okay. That's all we need Goldberg for. We don't okay. need we don't need him to come back and try to get a lengthy like legends contract or any other bullshit. <laughs> we don't need any of that. Uh, Goldberg was good in small doses before. He's going to be good in an even smaller doses now. That is that is his limit. Um now, as far as for fighting Lesnar, um, I don't see anyone else who could fit this bill. Like, um, no well, pun, okay, no pun intended. Um, yes, but like, um, terrible. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> continue. Um, like, I just don't necessarily see anything else really. Like, Samoa Joe is not on the main roster. Um, in any case, I'd like to have. I'd like to see Samoa Joe fight Lesnar and and be be the one to beat him. Um, right. Nakamura, same same one, um, uh, same as Samojo, um, but like Bill Goldberg coming back to have um, one more match against Brock Lesnar makes a little more sense now um, than really anyone else because Lesnar can make Goldberg look good. Can he? To some extent, yes, because and just because of history, because. In the last match that these two have had, Goldberg won. Mm-hmm. So at this point, having Gold, like seeing Goldberg mount an offense against Lesnar doesn't necessarily seem out of this world. You know what I mean? It's like, it's believable. Kayfabe if it weren't for the fact that Goldberg is now 50 pounds lighter mm-hmm. and hasn't had a match since that time. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you throw, I mean, if you really look at it from a kayfabe standpoint, and mind you, okay. again, I don't get okay. it. I don't give a shit about this match or this build. Okay, but like, well, I I, I kind of am morbidly curious to see it because I think they potentially face greater backlash than they did at WrestleMania. I mean, from they the might. Fans. They might. Um, however, like what I'm saying is like you can kind of give a little bit of merit to maybe Goldberg's legitimacy in this match for mounting an offense. Now, with that said, there is no fucking way this makes any sense if he wins. Yeah. It does not make any sense for Goldberg to be booked to go over Lesnar. Um, I hope to God that is not like a contractual thing that they had to put in in order oh, for it's Goldberg. It's entirely possible. It is. It's very possible. But I hope they probably that. want to do a Goldberg DVD or a Hall of Fame induction. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't put it past them. And hey, that's fine. Hey, that's all fine. That's they can do that all along. And the Legends contract you mentioned, if that's mm-hmm. him going around and signing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, signing autographs on the on-sale dates or, you know, guest hosting Raw. Oh, actually, I don't like guest hosts, so scratch that last one. Yeah. But, you know, if it's him doing a, a, net, a WWE Network show, sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no problem. I'm on board with that. That's fine. All right, that's yeah. fine. But, like, I don't want to see him in the ring any more than this one match. Because the whole point of this match is to draw money. This match has the potential to draw a lot of money. Yeah, I agree n- with you there. nostalgia is a very... Uh, very tangible thing in this business. Um, however, him being booked to go over or look anything more than just a kind of legit threat to Lesnar mm-hmm. on the basis of nostalgia, that beyond that, it just doesn't make any sense. I will be interested to see the Trashy Ring Tire open votes for that match. Like, yeah. I'm legitimately interested to see. After entering everything, you know, since WrestleMania or just after WrestleMania, i kind of gotten a decent feel for, I think, where everybody would go with their votes when I see the match. But I legitimately have no idea how people are going to vote on this. <laughs> I think I'll see more people going for Brock. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I would, I would assume so. So here is the, I, you know, Classy Ringtar touched on this. And I think Joel mentioned something in the, in the thread. But... Um, Classy Ringatire touched on this, uh, and Joel said it. He can't see the booking advantage to Brock winning. So as since we've talked about the Lesnar thing before, mm-hmm. and I, I know you're not as big on Brock as I am, and even I've mentioned, like, I'm not huge on Brock. It depends on the opponent. Yeah. Um, and I like the big fight feel that he brings. I like the fact that he's the boss, that it seems like nobody can really beat. Mm-hmm. But the reason why that last part works so well is only predicated on the fact that eventually someone will beat him because I cannot see them letting a guy who made his name in UFC, 
because he did. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, not that he didn't have a name from WWE, but who's what, what's going to get you more famous? Exactly. Obviously, UFC. Yeah. So I cannot see WWE letting a guy who made his name in UFC, who has shit-talked them a lot, who genuinely seems to not care, um, I cannot see them letting that guy walk out on a win. Now, obviously, the key, and we've talked about people we'd like to see Brock lose to before. You mentioned Joe and Nakamura, 100%. AJ, no problem. You know, there's a lot of guys. I think Ambrose could have been that guy. I think Rollins could have been that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other options. There's a lot of options. So that, to me, is the value in Brock. Is And, and the only reason, well, well, one of the only reasons why I think the last few years with Brock has been great, because I know at some point somebody's going to get the win over him, the same as Brock got over The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And then that person is made. Yeah, definitely. Assuming I, I, they go, assuming they go the right way with it after that. Now, if you have him drop to Goldberg, the fifty-year-old dude who hasn't wrestled in twelve years, uh, who we're never going to see again, probably, or at least not much of, mm-hmm. I think that drastically diminishes the last couple years for Brock and what Brock can do going forward. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. Like, I think it would okay. be I, would, I think it would be a throwaway. I think it would throw away everything that Lesnar has done, like in his entire return back. It just yeah. does not make any sense for and and um, from what you're telling me about the uh, what the classy boys. I, I haven't had time to actually listen to their latest episode, but I was planning on doing this either today or tomorrow during my workout. But um, right. I will say that like Joe and Joel and Sandy have been um, very much, uh, I mean, I'll I'll agree with them on a lot of things, but like on stuff like this, a lot of times they kind of fall victim to um, boredom. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think that they're just looking for a way to rationalize something different happening with Lesnar. Okay. Um, And see, but that's the problem here is that like this match the the merits of this match is not based off of a different dynamic. It's based off of the nostalgia factor. Like, yeah. the drawing power of the nostalgia factor for this match, and it's a one-off match. It doesn't make any sense for Goldberg to win uh, based off of that. Um, the only long-term uh, benefit from this match that we can see is another notch to Lesnar's belt. Yeah, which is necess- and we've talked about that yeah, too. Exactly. And 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 if like as you said, like the uh, the eventual someone going over Lesnar um, is going to matter, this notch would definitely be something to add to that. Well, and I mean, just to be clear, and we said this about the Orton stuff as well. You know, I understand building Brock's resume because I think it makes it more impressive, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily make it impressive to watch. Much in the same way that I don't think Orton and Lesnar was very impressive to watch. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and much like I don't think or uh, Lesnar and Dean was very impressive to watch. It could have been. It was mm-hmm. just the way they just decided to go with it, even if Dean hadn't won. Um, and I'm not so much advocating for. Uh, Lesnar to beat Goldberg as much as I'm I, I'm saying I'd be more in favor of them not doing the match at all you know of all the people we've mentioned that could beat Brock I'd like to see Brock start fighting and beating some of those people and have one of them come out and to me that would make it mean even more so I'd I'd way prefer they went that way with it yeah but that makes sense since they've got Goldberg mm-hmm. don't Again, I, and I'd, I'd throw this question to Joel too, and you know maybe I'll throw it in for a mail sack. What is the booking? Ad- he said that the booking advantage to having uh, Goldberg beating Brock is that Brock has finally been beaten, and it means Brock can come back with an edge. I don't know that I need to see character development from Brock. I think he's different than that. I think he's a different type of wrestler. Brock is that- at this point. Brock is just long-term enhancement talent. I mean, like let's let's be real yeah. here. Like, that is his purpose. His purpose is to eventually lose to someone, and whoever he loses to gets um, the biggest rub they can possibly get. Um, and I don't think the Brock thing should continue. And I think, I think part of the classy guys' thing, too, is that they're kind of bored of seeing the Brock stuff. And that I do understand. Yeah. You know, in, in the way that I found the Orton match incredibly boring. I don't think Lesnar was never in any danger of losing that match. Pretty much everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell it from the crowd. And so the, the Brock thing cannot go on forever. I understand that. I, I don't think I would want it much more past next year's WrestleMania. 
unless they start putting him against guys like Joe, like Nakamura. He can beat some of them, and then somebody can get one over on him, and that'll be it. Yeah. So that, that would be what I would, you know, I, I, think, I, I think that they had a solid plan for Brock. I just think pacing it has been the problem. Yeah, you know, I, he I, went I straight from under. He went straight from Undertaker to Cena in the space of several months yeah. on a part-time schedule. On a part-time schedule, a few months is not a lot of time. No. I would have thrown Orton in the middle of that. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes you know, sense. Uh, have a couple of rungs b- before the belt. You know, and then mm. anyway, uh, it, 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 <laughs> the, the <laughs> I, I'm sure we all saw uh, Lesnar get cheered and Gold the Goldberg sucks chant at the Raw. Yeah. Um, and they kind of attributed it. Well, Joel first tried to uh, attribute it to a bad promo, um, which apparently Paul Heyman has said it was a bad promo. Uh, yeah, it was a bad promo, but I don't think that the audience is purposely chanting that the guy isn't there. The guy who isn't there sucks because the guys that are there are cutting a bad promo. Um, and then he said it was because it was Brock's hometown. Well, okay, I could see a little bit of merit to that. But then he pointed out the Survivor Series is in Toronto and that it's Canada. Uh, so they're going to cheer for Brock. I, I don't think it's just Minneapolis and Canada that's going to do it. I really don't. That's like, that's one of them. And like, Joel is not necessarily one to be part of this, usually. Yeah. But Jesus, if that's not like one of the biggest examples of drinking from WWE's Kool-Aid. Well, and that's the, you know, how, how that's the, that's their go-to excuse whenever something happens in Canada they don't like. It's like, it's oh, bizarre. it's Bizarro Land. Yeah, oh, like, are, are unbelievable. We really, are we really like, we're the alternate it? universe from Star Trek. That doesn't make no, sense. No, we're, we're, we're you with healthcare and gun control. That's what yeah, we exactly. are. And there's no, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be, it, it, it is going to be, I, I am looking forward to the match on that basis, by the way. Mm-hmm. I am interested to see what the crowd does because a Classy has not aired since Raw this past Monday where they did chant Goldberg sucks. And I am very interested to see, I'm very interested to hear, it sounds like we're cross-promoting, but I am very interested to hear Joel and Chris's take on that. Just to see, you know, maybe, is it going to turn back into that thing where Minneapolis does it and they give him a pass because it's Brock's hometown uh, and they'll blame the booking for putting the heel, uh, the heel's first promo against the babyface in the heel's hometown, which, okay, fair enough. That's kind of an odd choice. But uh, the week after that, it is, is it going to be, oh, well, San Antonio was just following Minneapolis's lead. Shame on you, San Antonio. You know what I mean? What, what was the the whole this whole argument seemed really weird to me because is Lesnar seen as a heel here? I thought it was just like a match between two part timers who were just like. I think that's what they were going for. Like I just I, I don't understand why why this is like um, and not to say that you know you discussing this right now doesn't have merit because I think we're we're right now just discussing. Um, what the classy boys have said, but like I just don't know why there's <laughs> such emphasis into like, oh well, Lesnar got booed or cheered because and Goldberg got cheered or but I mean I can I don't I don't understand this like they're both not really booked as heels or faces they're just both booked like they're just both being booked as legitimate threats. Well, I think Goldberg because he does have that nostalgia thing. I think he is being booked as a pretty strong babyface and Lesnar. At least since the Roman stuff a couple of years ago, I think has kind of transcended that. I think yeah. whether he's a face or a heel depends on who he's wrestling. Um, I think that they definitely tended to lean more heel towards him, but without being a full-fledged heel these last couple of years, which is fine. Um, but again, I mean, I really hope, you know, it's going to be hard for them to win over the crowd. Uh, in Toronto. Toronto is a big wrestling town. It's going to be hard for them to win over the crowd as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, if they cannot pull off a decent match and the man hasn't wrestled in 12 years, mm-hmm. that then they have no chance. They're going to get eaten alive. Which is going to be... Toronto will eat fun. them alive. I have spent lots of time in Toronto. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> they, it, it'll, it's it'll, the center of Canada's universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they will not show mercy. But it's going to be so much fun to watch. We're like, polite, but we're not that polite. Like I think, I think the reason that um, I and I'm sure you are looking forward to this, uh, you say morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. I am very much going to watch this, just like uh, we would have potentially watched 
uh, Randy Orton versus Batista, Batista at WrestleMania yeah. 30. Um, Our salad days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, you're 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 100 right, and 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 much in the same way. I'm looking forward to seeing Joel and Chris's reaction to that match because I really just can't see it being all that good. You know, even though I I do tend to go more on the Brock side these days. Mm-hmm. Again, Brock's matches with Triple H were not good. No. His matches with the Undertaker were not good. No. It very much depends on who he's wrestling. Yeah. And again, Goldberg hasn't wrestled in 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't understand it. I mean, I, 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 and it's, I think the other thing that makes it such, so liable to fail is that it's so obviously just a video game play for them. It's yeah, so I mean, obviously <laughs> about the game. They don't care about anything else. It was just, it's they, so weird. It's just really fucking weird. It's, it's yeah. just, um, I mean, like, like I said, I, I get the, I get that there's merit in the, in the match. I've argued that there is, but like, just like a potential, like, why didn't they push for Taker Sting with the same yeah. ferocity? It's just, that was a video game match that everybody was playing. I mean, I don't know. This is fucking, I, I, yeah. This TNL it is, it, it is interesting, though. Like, you know, in this day and age, I really didn't think we'd have to worry about, uh, uh, about, about this kind of thing. They seem to sort of have moved beyond this. But, I mean, this is the Batista thing all over again. And you remember that after the Batista thing happened, the classy guys were, they, they watched a, a DVD, I think, of Batista where they played sad music and they talked about how hurt his feelings were over, over you know, people choosing Brian over him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, credit to Batista, he never wanted to do that run the way he did. So that mm-hmm. that's totally fine. But that's all it took. Sad music is all it takes for Chris and Joel. They're very sweet in a way. <laughs> you know, they're, they're sweet in the way that you would think someone from Canada would be. Whereas I tend to be a heartless prick half the time. But yeah. the it, 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 it is very much in a way. You know, Goldberg. Uh, I came back from my kid. Boom, Joel's on board. And not that I'm there's like, anything wrong with that. I, there isn't, but it was very strange. And I mentioned this in the comments, or, or not in the comments, but in our, in thread. In our thread, um, where I was like, it's funny how I am the only parent out of the four <laughs> of us. And I, have, I did not get any type of... Like, when I watched that promo, that Goldberg promo, I was rolling my eyes more than yeah. The Undertaker was. Like, throughout that entire thing, I was like, oh my god, is he really going to milk the kid thing? Like, yeah. is he going Look, to Bill, do this the I, entire promo? He did, and that's exactly what he did the entire... Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, well, and it was, where, to the point where it's like, listen, Bill, I understand you want you to see your kid wrestle. That's sweet. I don't see why I should have to suffer. No, exactly. No. I mean... <laughs> and I the only he, reason I'm going to is because, I'm, because of morbid curiosity, not because I want to see you. I want to make that distinction. <laughs> I, I'm, and I, I say this. Um, I say this with full-fledged confidence. Um, and, and, again, very subjectively... The only thing, the only person or people that can save that match for me is the Toronto crowd. And I have full <laughs> faith. I have full faith that they will. My people will not let you down. No. They, they haven't since. I mean, you know, no. I, you guys do continue to support Drake. I, I don't know why. But other than that, you guys are No. Good. Well, I know. We're, 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 we're loyal to a fault at times. But, uh, and I mean, fair is fair. We did cheer Hogan, Hogan over the Rock at 18. Uh, oh. Even after the Rock or Hogan tried to murder the Rock with a semi truck, yeah. but um, anyway, uh, it, it is going to be interesting. I mean, they could always roll Steve Austin up there again if they wanted to. Oh my God! Give him that eight. They give him that eight wheeler or whatever the hell it was he oh. had at the time. The ATV. Yeah. Get him out there and he could chug some beers. Yeah, I don't know if I want to risk Austin being paralyzed due to just saving this match. Um, yeah, I'll 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 be fine with the Toronto crowd just shitting on this um, with half of their intensity that of half of their potential it'll be fine it'll just be Fair a lot enough. of fun to watch um, uh what else do we got any, do we got anything else to cover there, there's one more thing that we probably should just skim over at least a little bit all right and that's the uh, hell in a cell card uh the sun okay i'll go ahead and read out the matches um Please. and then we can just you know briefly discuss each of them and you know sure all right so let's see uh we have a six-man tag match that seems like it's just been thrown the fuck together um Cedric Alexander, Lince Dorado, and Sin Cara versus Tony Ness, Drew Gulak, nice. and Davari. Gulak, Davari. Uh, so, cruiserweight division, obviously. Yep, definitely. Um, 
Surprise, I actually not, it does seem like it's been thrown together, but it's the cruiserweight division. They haven't really developed a whole lot in the way of a structure there yet. That's true. Um, so I assume that that's to get the crowd going. That's yeah. cool. It'll be fine. Um, it shouldn't be a bad match. Most of those guys were pretty good on CWC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually didn't even see that on the Wikipedia card, uh, and I was doing up the open today. So, um, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that, that, I don't see any way that's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably going to be a, a cruiserweight uh, spot fest. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know. Um, next match, Bailey versus Dana Brooke. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. I've, I actually like Dana Brooke um, in the ring and outside. Uh, and, of course, Bailey's amazing. Um, but like, She's it, all right. Yeah, Dana Brooke's all right. Yeah. Um, next match, uh, Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus uh, Gallows and Anderson. Uh, I actually, I did see that one on, and I'm actually looking really forward to that. A tag team undercard match definitely versus two talented teams. I think that match will probably end up getting overlooked. I think it could end up being pre-show fodder, Mm -hmm. but, uh, Enzo and Cass is a team, particularly when Cass flirted with a singles run there, you know, they've kind Mm -hmm. of been out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that, I I think that's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And Gallows and Anderson, they kind of dropped the ball on those guys with no AJ too. So. Yeah, uh, I think either guy win. I think either team winning works there. Exactly. I hope that they kind of get focused on booking these two teams well. Um, I hope they give them some time. I'm sure they. Well, I'm not sure they will, but yeah, they definitely <laughs> deserve it. They definitely All deserve right. it. Uh, Perkins versus Kendrick again for the uh, cruiserweight championship. Oh um, yeah, can we talk about this for a second? I yes. enjoyed the shit out of this. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, both guys. Yeah, I think both guys are equally valuable. Signings. I really did not think we were going to see Kendrick on the main roster. Um, this thing that he's doing is just this character that he's got is just so sad. Uh, this this kind of last chance thing. It's something that I've never really seen anything quite like it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it works. I think it works really well. Yeah, um, and the matches have been the matches have been phenomenal. Oh, I, I can't see Kendrick winning this. No, I can't either. But that's okay. I love Perkins, man. That dude is amazing. Yeah, Perkins um, is awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see for the. Tag championship is going to be uh, the New Day and oh, versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, I'd like to say that I've actually enjoyed the Cesaro Sheamus thing. I know it comes with the uh, side baggage of Sheamus in the ring. Yeah. Um, but and I know Cesaro is way better than this. But I've always been a fan of watching Cesaro uh, like develop character. Um, hopefully, yep. hopefully this is just a way for him to do that. Um, and the New Day, you know, they're always good. New Day is always good. I'm, I'm kind of almost over it now. They've certainly had a good run, mm-hmm. and I'm always of the opinion that it, rather than run something into the ground, I think it's been two years now. Two yeah. years of good, too. Yeah. Probably two and a half years of the horrible part. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, over two years ago, I think it might be time to kind of wind that thing down. I'd like to see uh, one or, if not all of the guys, go on to do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, SmackDown Raw doesn't matter. Um so, and, and that's not to say I, I don't like them. I don't like seeing them. Um, but yeah, just, and Cesaro, Sheamus, unfortunately, yeah, Sheamus is the side dish nobody ordered. Yeah, it's exactly. for the wrong, it's, it's for the wrong table. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I can't, I'm having a hard time getting into it. Um, I like the story. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's a, we haven't had a, an unwilling tag team partner story in a while. And depending on how it's done, those can be really entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and, there are, and there are multiple ways you can go through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cesaro's there, so I've watched. But I mean, it's Sheamus. I can't. Okay. The, the big, the big bottle of milk. The big bottle of milk will never work for me, and in a lot of the same ways that the Miz will never yeah. work for me. I can understand that. Um, All right, hundred uh, percent. So now we go into our three Hell in a Cell matches, starting with uh, for the U.S. title, Roman Reigns versus Rusev. And like I told you, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this. Um, I think it's got potential. Yeah. Big guys in a cell doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think these guys have at least a shot at it. Um, yeah, should be good. I'm, I, I'm ready for this to be over. I think Hell in a Cell is kind of a natural conclusion to it, though. Yeah, which definitely. Is nice. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. This is going to be incredible. Really looking forward to this one, especially since I can't really pick a winner. I see Seth Rollins moving on to Triple H, but I don't know if that gets the title or needs the title. I can mm-hmm. see the merit for it having the title because people will want Triple H not to have the title so badly. Exactly. That would be a fantastic way to get people behind Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, to, uh, uh, if Owens wins. I, I mean, mean, his next feud is going to be with Jericho. 
that that seems modeled to me after the Owens um, Carino thing from ROH. Ah, to me. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how much you've seen of that. I but... actually have recently just like kind of binged Kevin Owens as a ROH days. Um, yes. No, I, really I, good stuff. Yeah, I've seen the matches. I haven't necessarily followed like the entire build, but um, yeah, from from what I can tell, it kind of does does definitely have a good sense of that with uh, Owens and uh, Jericho. And I like the idea of it. You know, I, my my fear of it with a with a you know your average Raw crowd. I think that may have been more built for NXT than Raw, and that's not to say that I think they can win them over. I just mm-hmm. think it's not typical. And sometimes that's hard to get over, especially since the crowd is not really supposed to like either guy. And to me, that's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. To me, that's kind of what I look forward to. But I don't know how well that's going to get over on the on the main stage. I can just see the online comments about both guys being fat, and that's why ratings are suffering. Um, so I do worry about it a little bit from that aspect. But personally, I'm looking very forward to it. So Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And of course, the uh, the first ever women's uh, Hell in a Cell match for the women's championship, uh, Banks and uh, Charlotte. I think Charlotte's going to take this. You think so? I think so because I can see number one, if Sa- Sasha's got a bad back, mm-hmm. then I can see them giving it to Charlotte. And even aside from that, I can see Bailey being the one to get over Charlotte because you know they got to be pretty super happy with Bailey as a you know as a character and as a role model. Not that they should be happy with Sasha. Mm-hmm. But I think Bailey, the signs and everything else, and mm-hmm. I think it, it, it will make them. I'm not saying this is a good idea, but I'm think I think it's going to make them want to have Bailey beat Charlotte, and then Sasha go heel on, uh, on Bailey. I mean, it worked when they did it in NXT. I think I think I'm going to go the other way around. Um, I okay. think that like the story between. Um, I think in order for Bailey to go over someone, they have to go over uh, a very credible heel. Um, yeah. However, Charlotte's already been built as that credible heel. I think. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I think the best way to book this is have Banks win, and not only that, it's in her hometown of Boston. I kind of. Ah, uh, I did not realize that. I'm, I'm I'm choking a little bit saying that because you know my favorite wrestler is. <laughs> you have problems with Boston, yeah. A little You've bit. Got beef in Boston, <laughs> yes. I forgot. As a New Yorker, it's just you know. Right. Uh, but like, um, I feel like Banks is going to win. I think she's going to start her uh, heel turn after this. Um, her slow burn heel turn. Um, okay. Yeah, I could see. You know what? I could see. I never thought about that. I could see that too. And it'll it, it will be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, either way, I think these two. I think you're 100% right. If this match goes on last, which it has a very high potential of doing, um, it's either going to be this match or the uh, Universal title match. Um, these two are going to try to kill each other. I hope they don't do it too much. They don't really have to. No. Um, especially since it's a Hell in a Cell match, they can slow down the pacing a little bit. Um, but it'll be it'll be a lot of fun to watch, I'm sure. Um, whoever wins, it doesn't really matter. But if they were smart, yeah. if they were smart, they'd let Banks win and act like long-term booking-wise, have Bailey go over her at WrestleMania. Yep. Any, 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 any outcome here, I'm I am fine with. But I mean, I'm so far in the tank for Sasha and Bailey. Or uh, yeah, Sasha and Bailey. That uh, yeah, I, uh, that would be the win I'd like to see. Especially since Sasha did kind of get robbed at Mania. Yeah. You know, everybody thought she should have taken that. And, you know, her hometown in the first ever women's cell match would be a pretty, it wouldn't just be, you know, winning a title match. It would be a little bit more than that for her. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. everybody better remember to vote for the damn thing. Yeah. It actually um, looks I like bet- a pretty decent card. And I, I better remember to put the cruiserweight match in there. Oh, you should definitely. It, that <laughs> looks like a pretty, pretty decent opener. Yeah. I, open. I, I also should apologize to everybody. Uh, and WWE should also apologize to everybody for the last entry, which was the SmackDown one. Yeah, uh, no I mercy, put it up. I think. Yeah, I put it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no mercy. So I put it up a few days uh, early, and then a uh, couple matches weren't announced, and one match was changed, and then Becky got injured. So, mm-hmm. like, the issue is I put it up on Friday, and people only have a couple days to vote, and some people will almost miss it. Uh, but if I put it up too early, they change the whole fucking thing. So <laughs> I've got. So from now on, it's going up on Fridays, Friday mornings. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to put it up any later than that, and then uh, I'll just go with whatever card they have announced. But I think this one looks pretty final. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. The card does look. The card actually looks pretty decent. There's nothing on there that I'm really think is a waste of time. So you know, whatever they're doing with Bo or Braun, at least they're not 
you know, killing time on the pay-per-views, which is pretty much what I watch. God, what the hell is happening with, uh, what's her name? She's not even on the card. Hmm? I've just realized. What's her name? Um, um, oh, The Rock, Nia Jax? Nia Jax. Yeah, what happened to Nia Jax? She's not even on the card. They were building her pretty heavily. Yeah, I don't know. I don't totally care. Okay, well, I, 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 not, not that I hate Nia or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, compared to what's actually made it, mm-hmm. I don't think Nia would be on my list. Yeah, I'm fine with this. <laughs> this is and good. they've got they've got two deep. They, they, deep oh, I almost did it again, but I stopped myself. You did see that did. Yeah, progression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got two women's matches on the card, so yeah. you know these are the two. I these are the two I'd like to see. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess let's definitely uh, make sure we do one of these before uh, Survivor Series weekend because we'll have uh, NXT. Uh, we'll have NXT to talk about too. Oh which yeah, that's right. I could do a full hour on Joe Nakamura. So definitely. All right. Well, for now, everybody, don't forget to vote in the TRA Open this weekend. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at TR Attire. You can follow myself at BD underscore CRA. You can follow my friend Jonah here at Jonah Q K U E. Check us out on Inside Pulse Wrestling and subscribe to us on iTunes. It's the easiest way to get the new shows. Uh, congratulations to Widrow, who pulled ahead of Sawyer in the past TRA Open and now has a two-point first-place lead. Wow. Congratulations. He's placed really well this year. Yeah. Legit and Sawyer really, Sawyer really dropped the ball. He was first place. Now he's third. Mm. Get, it, get it together, Sawyer. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's all I got. Yep. Same here. All right, everybody. Keep it trashy. Keep it trashy. First I gotta run.